0: One and welcome to One Meal, One Workout, your new approach to food and fitness, brought to you by Element OP Productions, com. And now, here's your host, Aaron Butler.
1: Hello, everyone, and I'm excited to have you here today. We've got our guest lineup all fired up and ready to go, all the technical funness worked out, and... Um, funness? Is that a word, Aaron? To- it is now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Trad- trademark, One Meal, One Workout, funness. Okay. um We got our first test pilot is what I refer to her as because she's in my pilot program. Jennifer will be with us on the show today for a little bit. And then I've got Don Sullivan, um, who is going to be sharing some of his uh, life-changing fitness experience with us as well. So before we get into that, I just want to throw something out there. Um, Most people uh, enjoy eating. I can say that, I think, pretty confidently. Mark, is that true for you? I enjoy eating way more than I should. There we go. Well, eating, you know, to to eat, you have to cook or somebody does and and it helps when you cook to have a recipe of some type. My wife is known uh, far and wide or at least to people that know her as an excellent cook. She cooks all kinds of great things and so I want to put a little plug in for her blog. It's not a full website yet. I had not got around to registering a URL but it is Cheryl's Menu dot blogspot dot com and I'll make sure I stick that in the show notes and that's C-H- not S-H, C-H-E-R-Y-L-S menu.blogspot.com. I think if you just Google search Cheryl's menu, it'll probably come up. And she's got a bunch of things on there. She kind of puts them on in spurts. She'll put several items on, then she'll take a little break, and then she'll put several items on. Usually by request, people eat something that she's cooked and go, man, that was great. Stick that recipe on, on your blog. So just wanted to point that out to you. Um, I'm going to be working with her over the next few months as the podcast continues to try to get some uh, as we find great healthy healthy recipes, recipes and incorporate them into our own lives, putting those on there to be able to be a resource to people. So check it out, CherylsMenu.blogspot.com.
0: And I just did a quick search, and it was, in fact, the very first search item. So search Cheryl's awesome. Menu, and there it is. Uh-huh.
1: And I oh, am is. a crowd member already, or following. follower. Uh-huh. Uh, great. Well, you know, it's funny. People all the time when they write her name down, I would understand misspelling Cheryl S H E R Y L or S H E R R I L. Why not? But not C H E R L Y. She gets that about half the time. And I said, that's, that's Charlie. <laughs> where do you get <laughs> that into Cheryl from I don't know. But anyway, that's just one of those things. Um, everybody's names are a little different. Mark, you're blessed with a common name. So people don't misspell it, but in a crowded room, uh, you hear your name called, and it's not you half the time. I'm I graduated in a
0: class of thirty-two people. There were four marks.
1: <laughs> well, see, I have the the wonderful joy of being double A R O N, as my granddad called me. He actually never said Aaron; he said double A R O N. So that means I'm first on everybody's contact list, and I get butt dialed at least once a day, <laughs> at least if not two or three times at inopportune times. People, I'm like, I didn't even know I had their phone number in my phone. They'll call me because I have my phone number on Facebook for my friends to get to. It's, it's, And I'll pick it up, and it's the, the telltale sound of the car driving, sound of a conversation in the background. And I, I just say, hello. If you don't immediately say something to me, I just hang up because it, it happens all the time. But anyway, that's enough. Uh, we are going to talk, like I said today, to Jennifer. And I just wanted Jennifer to come on here. She was gracious enough to allow me to experiment on her. And what I mean by that is I'm not fe- feeding her some kind of prototype foods that I've created. But uh I spent a year working on myself, getting fit and being healthier. And I thought the whole premise of this show is some of the things that I've done, I think, are going to be applicable in other people's lives. So I, I put the word out and said, who would be interested in allowing me to have the opportunity to speak into your life a, bit, a little bit and possibly help you become more fit? And I had about 18 people in 24 hours say, I do. I'd like to do that. And then I sent an email out and said, okay, this is what we need to do. And I had eight people come back and say, okay, I I think I really want to do that. And then I had three people who actually did it. So out of the 18, three people were serious enough to actually take the the few little steps that I asked um, to begin to pursue this. So I think I've got people who are serious about it, which is good. And Jennifer's one of them. So Jennifer, take a couple of minutes, however long you want, and just kind of introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Um, I'm not going to ever ask a lady to tell her weight on the air, but if you want to maybe give an idea of how much weight you want to lose to kind of give people a ballpark, that'd be great. It's up to you, though.
2: I'm not shy. Um, my name is Jennifer Taylor and I'm in Texas. I'm a transient, transplant, whatever you'd like to say. I'm a Yankee at heart. And um, I love to cook. I grew up in the military. My dad was a cook in the military. And anytime I cook, I cook for the military. So, I always have all these leftovers and everybody's like, oh, we're going to Jennifer's house tonight. What should we bring? And they bring something and they're like, we can't eat all that. (laughs) So, I'm kind of an overcooker and I love to eat. So, um, I started out, I guess, Aaron, when we saw each other in November, I was tipping 200 pounds and I'm 5'7". So, um, I decided to kind of I go to an extreme and um, went with a program called healthy figures and it was a program that you go in every week and get weighed and they give you a, a, um, a shot and a diet pill and I probably lost 20 pounds doing that and when Aaron came up to me or or started talking about his program I was kind of following him in the background and um, some of the things that he, he was saying. And of course, obviously from the scene, from knowing Aaron from six years ago, seven years ago to seeing him when I was in November, there was a drastic change. And so, um, I just didn't know that he, he was, you know, what he was doing or how he was doing it. Well, um, we got to talking and, and, or I got to reading his, his blog and whatnot. And, um, uh, it is quite impressive, and I thought, well, you know, what's the long-term effect of what I'm doing right now, even though it's under a medical, you know, advice, to what Aaron's doing in a lifestyle change instead of, you know, a quick fit. So um, Aaron asked, and, and I decided, okay, well, let's, let's try it. Number one, it's free. Number two, it's not just healthy <laughs> for me. It's healthy for
1: my family. It's only free and, for the test pilots. After this I'm charging everybody a thousand dollars an hour.
2: There you go. See? Look. I'll, but I We I'm, need
1: one person a week. I have
2: <laughs> a lifetime membership.
1: That's right. Your your grandfather grandmothered in.
2: That's right. <laughs> so basically, um a a week ago Aaron asked, you know, for facts and whatnot and um I got I got down to about one seventy three and um Aaron said, okay, but let's, let's figure out what your calories should be, and, and let's, let's talk about what you plan to do to help to help yourself as far as activity-wise. And so one of my weak, weaker points is wine. I love wine. It's not beer. It's not alcohol. It's just wine. I love wine. I love, When I come home from work, I like to have a glass or two or three, and it just relaxes me. When I'm not on call, <laughs> but, um, you know, wine has a lot of calories, but it's, it, it's all sugar. So, um, we had talked about it and I gave him a, you know, just a sample of what I eat during the week and what I had eaten the week before and wine was the so I chose to kind of, not necessarily cut, cut up all the way, but to kind of drastically cut back on. Um. And maybe it it, bread. It, I didn't think I was a big bread
1: eater, but it turns out I was. Well, it you know, looking at looking over what what I asked uh, all the people to do, the thing that kind of weeded out the wheat from the chaff was I said, send me you know your vital stats, who you are, your age, your your weight, your goal weight, your activity level, and a one week food diary. And I think that was the, kind of the the rub. And Jennifer's food diary, the thing that jumped out of me was a couple of things, and one of them is like she's saying was was the wine i thought if she was willing to cut back on that that's an easy way to get rid of some empty calories every day and cut back um cut back her overall caloric intake so uh and so actually before we even talked about it she had already kind of made that decision on her own so i wasn't twisting her arm she was uh she was being pretty proactive which is encouraging well
2: and that was one of those things is um i guess it wasn't until i was about 30 that i actually Started drinking wine. I didn't really drink before then. Uh, my dad had come down on vacation, and we kind of, you know, started hanging out. My stepmom, she's a big wine drinker, so I kind of got hooked that two weeks that they were here. <laughs> and
1: um,
2: it's just been something that I know that's one of the reasons why I put on the weight was because I was drinking a lot of wine. And I'm 34 now, and I would like to get that off. Because it's it's my dad is well. Aaron, how how tall are you? I'm, my dad's six four. I'm six and, one.
1: Huh? I'm six one.
2: Okay, and he's about four hundred and fifty pounds. Um, Twenty one years in the military, and his knees are shot. He's had surgery on both knees, had them both replaced. His stack is shot. He can't run and play with my my son, who is twelve. He. he Now, he enjoys being around him, but he just can't do the things that he would like to do. My sister is 18, and she's 300 pounds, and she's 5'11". Well, that that could be me, you know? And I don't want that to be me because I don't want to – I just don't want to be able – I mean, when when my son graduates high school and he has children of his own, hopefully when he's 30, I want to be fit so I can play with my grandkids. (laughs) I want to be able to go
1: and enjoy a vacation with my husband and not feel so self-conscious. So that's great. I mean, those those are motivators to me. Well, great. You know, one of the things I put when I sent you the email, Jennifer, about this is, um, I, I I want you to feel free even on the show live without any preparation or warning to me to tell anybody if anything I tell you seems idiotic and doesn't work at all (laughs) because I'm looking for real feedback. So um, well, honestly, in the as we go forward, feel free to uh, call me on the carpet if, if, if and say, "Aaron said to do this, and that was just not that did not work at all for me because okay. I'm I'm going through this and figuring it out as we go. You know, I'm building the program with you as one of my test pilots, and so well, the whole am, idea of the podcast, uh, I want real people. Because
2: I have sent your the just the the links that you've given me and some of some of the information that you and I've talked about, I've passed on to my mom, my my. My stepmom, my dad, my step sister, and um, a couple coworkers that have asked about it.
1: Great. So. Well, um, how's the uh, how's the exercise going, Jennifer?
2: Um, actually, it's going well. I have actually found the perfect the perfect way to get my butt on the treadmill and stay on it for thirty minutes at least at a three mile pace for thirty minutes at a two at two incline. And that is watching Dexter on my iPod. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to watching my episodes of Dexter, and I've read all the series, and now I'm watching them.
1: So, well, if you put a, if you put him behind you, then it'll feel like he's chasing you, and you'll run even faster since he is a serial killer. Uh, well, I
2: have had an incident where uh, one day I was I was walking on the actually I was running and uh, doing the interval the the dog in the walk. And um, I was listening to my iPod, and I, I had no idea what I was listening to, but I decided to close my eyes for a moment don't ever do that. My <laughs> treadmill is half-cornered in the front room in the living room, and uh, it backs up to the corner, but there are full-length um, windows on each side. And then there is a, a, a floor lamp right behind in the corner of the treadmill. And so I closed my eyes for just Maybe three seconds, and I came flying off that thing, slammed right into the lamp. There's a mark in the wall. I, the blinds <laughs> were all lopsided. Don't close your eyes on a treadmill. Do just it.
1: for the record, just for the record, Aaron did not tell Jennifer to close her eyes on the treadmill. That's that doesn't <laughs> <laughs> go on my list of idiotic things that I told her to do.
2: <laughs> this was back in November when I was still trying to do something on my own.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Just well, uh, Waiting
2: for Aaron's suggestions.
1: <laughs> well, what I'm wanting to do, Jennifer, is I don't wanna I don't wanna um, take up too much of your time today. I mean of course, like I said, you're welcome to stay on the show and participate the whole time, but I wanted to kind of introduce you to our growing audience and so that they have kind of a baseline of who you are and what you're doing. And then every three or four weeks we'll have you back on for kind of an update. How's it going? Are you losing weight? Are you being more fit? Are you feeling healthier? Are you struggling? And you know we can do so. We'll do almost like our weekly session live and on the air in front of everybody. Because one of the things I really want this podcast to be is real people, you know, really doing the stuff. And so many times on what you see on TV and things like that is it's so um seems so unattainable for the average person that really needs to lose some weight uh, that it's kind of just dawning to see, like I always mentioned, Tony Horton or the Insanity Workout guy, and it just seems like. I can't even begin to do that, but you know, if if I get on here and say I started out at four hundred pounds, and and you get on here and say you started out at two hundred pounds, then that hits a big target audience out there that's that's on the same journey that we're on. So,
2: right, exactly.
1: Well, do you have any um, anything you want to share with the audience here before we um, go to our our next guest, or um,
2: just keep faith and stay diligent. And it, it, it will happen. Um, matter of fact, this week I have actually gained a pound, but I believe that pound is from my walking, from the the change in my lifestyle. So, just because you gain a pound or two, doesn't mean that it's not going to pay off the next week or the next two weeks or
1: right. whatnot. I forgot I forgot to send you the email that said, never mention weight gain on the show. Sorry about that. I should have done that hey. at of time. Uh, <laughs> no, that
2: well, goes you know, along it goes along with, with your muscles well, it and, does. and water retention and whatnot.
1: So, it oh, dep- depends on what you've eaten and drank right before you weigh and if you weigh at the same time. And he, my, there's okay. been weeks, and I mentioned this before, where I'll, I'll lose a pound this week. The next week, I'll gain two pounds. And the next week, I'll lose five pounds. Exactly. It depends on what I, if I had pizza the night before and I'm, you know, three Diet Cokes and I'm, um, Mm I'm Mr. Fluid Retention or whatever. But so, yeah, one pound is not a big deal.
2: No, not at all. So,
1: so, um,
2: but
1: go ahead, Jennifer. I said
2: the girls
1: think so. A pound is a big thing. So, be reassured. I uh, just had my requisite. One time a show, five-year-old coming in. Uh, Hi, Nathaniel. Okay. Hi, hey. <laughs> This time he came in, still wet from the bath, totally naked except for a lion towel that goes over his head, saying, Dad, I want to practice recording my show right now. Yeah. Okay, Nathaniel. A, you're naked. B, you're wet. And C, I'm recording my show right now. And he said, <laughs> okay, and ran off. So... Oh. Uh, Jennifer I I appreciate you being on here Are you going to be able to stick around Or are you going to go ahead and bow out Or what are you going to do today Um,
2: I I can hang out for a little bit And um, if you need anything let me know If not I'll
1: just be quiet Well and just for uh, sake of disclosure Jennifer is an IT professional And she is on call So if I say Jennifer what do you think about such and such She may have had to bow out to save the world Jack Bauer may be calling her And needing her to open a socket to a DOD satellite or something So um, (laughs) I really appreciate it Jennifer Thanks for being with us Thank you. So, Don, tell us just kind of like we started with Jennifer. Give me the quick synopsis of who you are. What do you do? Um, and tell us, a course,
3: about Maggie. Oh, yes, definitely. We'll get there. Um, I guess I should start with the explanation that I am not Mr. Quick Synopsis. So um, Aaron <laughs> knows this about me. I'm Mr. Ramble. So you're going to have to ring me in. May even take Mark as well. Um, I'm Don. I'm 27 and 11 months, years old, and I started my journey at uh, my highest weight. I was at 360 pounds. I'm currently at 255-ish. Um, I'm not one of those hardcore, I'm going to weigh myself every day or every week or whatever type of guys. Um, seeing that weight fluctuate up and down, even if it's a pound or two, um, going up and then five pounds the next week, whatever going down the next week, I still say, Oh man, I gained five, I gained two pounds or I gained a pound. I got to work harder and then I burn myself out. So I just kind of keep an eye off of it and just keep doing what I know is right. Uh, most of the time, as much as I can help. And then, um, go from there. Uh, other than that, I'm also an IT professional of the software sort. So nobody's calling me to save the world. I just save dentist offices. Um, <laughs> You're saving the teeth of the world. Yes, the teeth of the world, the enamel and whatnot. Um, And my wife and Uh, I just had our first baby girl three weeks ago tomorrow. Her name is Maggie, and she is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Second best thing. Congratulations. um, Being my wife, third best thing being losing 100 and some odd pounds.
1: Awesome. Well, you you mentioned before, um, and Mark, feel free to jump in anytime if you want to. Um, I do have one question
0: already, if I may. Uh,
1: Say what? I I do
0: have one question already, if I may. Okay. Don, um, uh, we're communicating by Skype here. Don's on camera, so you guys can't see him, but I can. Um, In the 26 and a half minutes of this call, he has not been still for two and a half seconds. Is that you always, or is this a byproduct of being a healthier, more active individual?
3: Oh, I guess this is normal. This I've—I was never a light person, so I—I um, I, I mean, I've told people. I remember being in elementary school, and I don't remember exactly what age I was, but I remember being three digits. Uh, you know, no, like 120 pounds. I'm just talking there, about so. the fact that you I can't
0: think, be still. You're I, always in motion. Yeah. missed no, this it's, question. Donnie, this talking is about me about now. I mean, Jimmy. now
3: that I've lost all the weight, I'm just constantly—I'm um, all over the place. It's so. like trying
0: to track a gnat in a room full of stadium lights. It's really amazing. I <laughs> am in.
3: I am in the South Georgia swamp, so we have plenty of those. Maybe I've taken on some of the characteristics, but I have, um, I mean, I'm sure one of the things we'll get into in a second, I have a standing desk because I'm an IT professional. I'm constantly on the phone. I'm constantly at a computer and sitting down all day. will kill you. Um, people are figuring that out now. So I ditched my chair. I have my desk up on cinder blocks because I'm also very frugal. Um, my parents would say I'm cheap. So with a lot of people, but, um, it ended up being the perfect height for me. So now I stand up all day, uh, I move around, I walk in and out of the room. I have a wireless headset so I can go do laundry, do dishes, whatever, while I'm on the phone and talking. And, and I just always have something to do with my hands, my eyes be somewhere and, and you know, however many other ways that you can be. And usually there's about seven in each of those categories every day. It's just always having something to do kind of helps me not just sit and be sedentary all the time
1: right well let's let's um let's pull back and say and go back to okay you were 360 pounds or so of course maggie didn't exist yet at that time and tell me what was the thing that really motivated you to uh, make this change to start to to start down the road what got you off out of out of a off a high center as my dad used to say
3: A high center. That's accurate. Well, um, again, being not Mr. Um, concise whatsoever, it's a little bit, um, back and forth through a winding path, but I guess the, the, this is going to sound cheesy, but Jesus, um, I started really getting into my faith personally, um, not like going to church or anything, I guess, cause that's what most people are going to assume, but actually spending time with it on my own. Um, one of the, the big things that got us there was getting into our finances and doing crown financial ministries, which is where, um, done by Larry Burkett was where that started. And who's the Aaron, who's the guy, the baby Dave Ramsey. guy. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Blanking out there. The one that everybody knows Dave Ramsey came out of crown. So, We did that with an old family friend um, and got our finances right, and I really started getting interested in looking at all the the ways that these parts of my life fit together, all these smaller details that you kind of ignore each day, just assuming that the big stuff is all going to come in the mail on a form, and you check yes or no, and it doesn't work like that. You end up having to build all these things day by day, all this little stuff to end up making the changes happen that you really want to see happen in your life. Uh, eventually I I realized that money's not the only thing like that. Um, Jesus isn't the only thing like that. Spending time um, getting myself right, my priorities right, isn't the only thing like that. Losing weight's like that. Being a healthy person's like that. Um, I tried to start on my own, and I actually wasn't successful either. And I've done that several times throughout my life, not just this time, but this time I was really determined to make something happen. Um, And I actually ended up doing... Uh, going to my doctor and saying I really need some help and he ended up putting me on Atapex which is uh I guess weight loss it's a metabolism booster uh appetite suppressant type of drug and I was on that for approximately a, a year I think 11 months exactly and now, one thing I'll, one thing I want to jump in and
1: just that. remind people um, one thing I oh, sorry not to interrupt you but you, you told go me I it. needed to. So one thing I need to jump in and remind people is uh, the whole one meal, one workout thing is is a philosophy. It's an approach, like it says, like Mark said in the intro, to food and fitness. I don't really – I'm not a proponent of a particular weight loss method or uh, exercise program. And so I'm not here to say you should go out and get an appetite suppressant. I'm not here to say appetite suppressants are bad. Each person has to make those kind of choices and figure out what's working for them, working with their physician or their trainer or whatever. So that's one of the reasons I wanted Don on the show because I knew that that was something that had worked for him and I wanted people to be educated about it. So I appreciate his willingness to come and talk about that. And it's kind of interesting that Jennifer had done something similar. I didn't even know that she had done the, the, you know, the program that she was talking about before. I knew she'd lost a little bit of weight, you know, well, not a little bit, a significant amount before we even started working together. But I didn't realize it had been through a, a program similar to, to what Don did as far as the sense of it, you know, using some kind of appetite suppressant to help you out so all right don go ahead
3: uh, and as a matter of fact i'm glad you brought that up because just to mention i've had you know quite a few people after losing at this point what is it 105 pounds that i've had several folks say what have you done and i say drugs uh and <laughs> i've been on a, a 1200 calorie a day diet and I've been working out at least three times a week um and i'm running 5ks and stuff now and they're like oh okay but tell me about the drugs so I've had several people actually go to the doctor and request to be on Atapex or go to the doctor and say, what can I do? I've got a friend that's on Atapex, and the doctor says, yeah, we'll give you Atapex, and that didn't work for them. I've had at least four people go and try to do that route, and it didn't work. So yeah, and it's that's definitely the, that, something that's very personal.
1: Yeah, the the, the, the deal is, and you know, I've, as I said before, whenever I would tell people, they'd say, what are you doing? I would say, I'm eating less and exercising more, and they'd be oh, uh, you know, disappointed.
3: Yeah, they're um, not interested in that most of the time.
1: Right. They, want, they didn't want to know about you. I was, they, didn't know, they didn't want to know about you running. They didn't want to know about you eating less. They wanted to know about the drug that made it possible.
3: Oh, right. Yeah. And and I would even say that Adipex really, um, other than the first couple of months, I probably could have done everything. Um, I could have probably done it all on my own and just wouldn't have had quite the same results or been quite as motivated. The, the first couple of months, I did lose quite a bit of weight. And I think that's really what, for me, made the difference because A, I, I actually saw results and I'd right. never seen results before. I was big enough that I could look at myself and say, I'm still fat. And that was really how I saw myself at the time. And, you know, 10 pounds is not going to change a whole lot about your physical appearance if you're 360 pounds. Right. Uh, and I would actually fluctuate between 340 and 360, you know, from uh, month to month. It would be anywhere in there. When you got that much weight on you, it's not a big deal. Um, but losing all that weight, not only A, showed me results, but B, um, I've, I've told people before, I think I've told you, Aaron, that I didn't know that doing things with my body wasn't supposed to hurt. And Aaron, you exactly. talked about becoming a, your own superhero where you realize that you can do things with your body that you've seen other people do, or that you used to be able to do, or that you think in your mind that you should be able to do. And it actually happens. And it's not something that you wish the next day that you hadn't, or that you right. absolutely fail on in the middle of, or whatever ends up being the case.
1: So, you know, the jump start for you with the Adapix, what it did, I'm, and I'm putting words in your mouth to tell me if I'm saying this correctly is it gave you some, some quick results at the beginning and helped you get a little bit of weight off so when you started trying to get active, it wasn't quite the t- chore it would have been at 360.
3: Yes, definitely.
1: Going you, out and trying to,
3: to do couch to 5K at 360 pounds was not going to happen. Trying to go out let's and talk about, play racquetball at 360 pounds was not going to happen. So it made a huge the, difference.
1: Let's talk about the couch potato to 5k. A lot of people may not even know what that is. It's pretty well known out there in the fitness circles, but for the average person, they may have never heard of it. What is couch potato to 5k? It's pretty self-explanatory, but tell us about it.
3: Yeah. Couch, couch, couch potato or couch to 5k, depending on how you want to call it. Uh, And you can Google couch to 5k to get the actual workout program, but it's a 10 week program designed for someone who has never done any sort of running or really been in any sort of cardio at all to actually go out and at the end of 10 weeks to be able to run a 5k. So now
1: 5k is a thousand miles, right?
3: 5k I'm is 10,000 miles. 5k is no. 3.125 miles or something, something in that range. It's not right. quite three yeah. and a quarter. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, so it's, so it's a little over that, three miles, which is, it's pretty daunting to somebody that weighs 360 pounds. Um, yeah. I know that especially whenever the so. most I'd run
3: at that point was around 30 solid seconds. I think that was my personal best.
1: (laughs) So, so what does the, what's the program look like? Is it, is it say, you know, day one, you run a half a mile, day two, you run two miles? Tell us just, you don't have to go into total detail because people will Google it and look at it themselves, but kind of give us an idea of what it does.
3: It's basically set up so that you can get out and run and not kill yourself. You start with, um, my personal best was probably 30 seconds, so you start off with, you do a five-minute warm-up walk, and then you run, I think, 30 seconds, and then you walk for 90 seconds or something like that, and these numbers probably aren't accurate, and you run for 30 seconds, and then you walk for 90 seconds, and you run for 30 seconds, you walk for 90 seconds, you do a couple of those um, cycles or circuits or whatever you want to call them, and then you're done for the day. You do, uh, it's, it's more about time than distance in the beginning. It's basically just to to get out there and actually do something, just get on your feet. And then you slowly progress from there. The first, I think the first four weeks or something like that, you do the same thing each of the three days in the week. And then you do three days of, you know, whatever level of activity they're telling you to do for each week. So that's, I guess, 30 circuits, workouts, whatever you want to call them to complete the program.
1: And then by the end of it, the idea is that you can run three miles without stopping, give or take, in approximately thirty or forty minutes, give or forty five minutes, whatever whatever your fitness level is at that point. But the idea is to slowly it's like putting the uh the frog in the boiling water. You don't throw the frog in the boiling water, you put them in there and you slowly turn the, the temperature up in the same way. So they're they're putting you in that kettle and they're starting off with a little bit of exercise and they just slowly crank it up on you and your body acclimatizes to it, and if you're eating better, then you're going to lose weight. And as you lose weight, you'll you'll the running will be easier. And by the end of it, you should be able to do a 5K. And I actually happened to be <clears throat> with Don. My wife and I drove down to, uh, to where he lives down in southeast Georgia, and we ran with him his first 5K, and it was an exciting day. It was awesome. I don't, I don't know if you remember, Don. But my, my wife and I tend to – she was having some cramps in her calf, so we would run and then walk and then run and then walk. And our running pace is a little faster than Don, but Don didn't stop running. Don ran the entire 5K. <clears throat> so we had passed Don, then Don would pass us. We passed Don, Don would pass us. So about a mile and a half through it, he's got his headphones on, and I run up beside him, I tap him on the shoulder, and he pulled his headphone off, and I said, You're running a 5K! Like that. Do you remember that, Don?
3: I do, and I think I said, I know, or something similar. Yeah, even though you can run good. 3.2 miles, it's not exactly the easiest thing in the world still. Because I think at that point I was still two eighty, two seventy five, something like that. Probably no, sorry, three twenty five somewhere in there. I was on the wrong side of a of fifty.
1: Right, you know, and I've I've run a few five Ks now, and just had my second trip with Nathaniel. Um, and and uh, definitely, you know, twenty pounds less, thirty pounds less. Every time you take that little bit of weight off, it sure makes it a lot easier. Because you came in February and Don ran my inaugural 5K that I organized, not February, April, here in uh in the Marietta, Georgia area, suburb of Atlanta. And he did – he was much faster on that one and, again, ran the whole thing and had a really cool headband and uh, an awesome beard. And um, so I, I don't know. Do you have another one scheduled yet, Don, or are you too busy having babies right now?
3: Oh, babies are the precedents. Um, we've also had <laughs> – some severe fires and things down here in our area. So it's been rather smoky. It's hard to get outside and do anything. I'm actually looking for a treadmill that may help a lot. Right. Also with my standing desk, I'd be able to kind of amble throughout the day. That's my next big fitness goal is just a, is something else small to do. I've gone from sitting to standing and I'm going to go from standing to, I wouldn't even say walking, just ambling to kind of keep myself active throughout the day. So I can be even more, as Mark says, a gnat Um, (laughs) in in all aspects.
1: So now that you're off the meds, um, and you've been off those several months now, right? Five or six months, seven months. Yes.
3: Yeah. I think, I think, I I don't think I was, I I think I've been off of them for a month whenever I went to, whenever I did the 5k with you. So that would have been March that I came off of those.
1: Okay. So a couple of three, four months. And did you suddenly find yourself starving?
3: N- no, you not think? at all uh it's it was still something to because it was an appetite suppressant, it kind of keeps food out of your mind you don't You don't ever think that you're hungry, so I kind of had to deal with the fact that yes, I do feel hungry again uh and one of the big reasons that I was so big was because if I get bored, I get hungry, so uh air quotes they're hungry. So right, you're a bored actually year. having something to do is another big contributing factor to me losing weight, not just because I'm burning calories but because I'm not sitting in front of the TV and then I get tired of sitting there watching TV. So I get up and go in the kitchen and look in the cupboard.
1: Right. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing that helped with me. Um, you know, I typically run at eight o'clock at night, which is maybe some strange for some people, but that's when my son goes to bed. He goes to bed at seven thirty or eight. And that was my prime time, sit on my rear end and eat whatever I could find time. You know, I would, we'd eat dinner at five six o'clock, play with my son, hang out with him and the family till seven thirty or eight. He would go to bed. Primetime TV comes on at eight in on Eastern time, you know, seven central. And we'd sit down and watch Chuck and eat nachos or whatever is around to eat. And so I've taken that and replaced it with being active. And so I've not only taken that opportunity to sit and, and do board eating, out of my equation, but I replaced it with activity. And it's, that made a huge difference um, of the flip flop of intake versus out, 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 go take burning calories. So, uh, what, uh, what, um, what does, would you have thought, let me back up, let me just go back a step. Would you have thought a year and a half ago, um, two years ago that you would be classifying yourself as somebody who likes to run in two years?
3: And Never, would you say that now that you
1: So what does running nope. mean to you now? How how does running fit into your life? How how much of a priority to to you is it?
3: B- uh, it's absolutely childbirth. a backseat now because I just had a baby. Then <laughs> that's probably
1: not the I best said, time barring I childbirth. Oh, man.
3: No, sorry I to that for you. No, I'm just kidding. That's uh, – Running at this point is is huge just because it's something that I can really look at and say, this is something that I've worked really hard for. This is something I can do that most people can't do. Um, Again, like Aaron says, you become your own superhero, and you do some, something that you – not even the normal stuff. You do something that you thought you would never be able to do. I didn't ever right. think that I would be able to run three and a half miles. I not think I'd be able to run one mile. Um, I remember yeah. at one point, uh whenever we first moved back to – where we live. My wife and I are both from this area. And I thought, man, we should get bikes. We should go bike riding. just one of those pipe dreams that I would come up with something to spend money on usually to try and and lose weight or, you know, make myself rich or whatever the idea was at the time. And I thought, man, we should ride bikes with our friends out here in this neighborhood. There's this big neighborhood that most of our friends live in. I said, we should ride like from one person's house to the next person's house. And we said, okay, well, let's, we're leaving person A's house. Let's drive over to person B's house and we'll reset the odometer on the car and see how far it is. And it was one and a half miles. And we're riding over there thinking, when is this car ride going to end? Getting bikes is a terrible idea. And we got there and said, that's, <laughs> that's horrendous. We're not ever doing that. Uh, and actually, a whole part mile of my and a half. A I'm sorry.
1: Right. I said, a whole mile and a half, you know, now that a seems- whole mile and a
3: half. That's right. And actually part of my training program whenever I was doing couch to 5k was to run from person A's house to person B's house and then back to person A's house, not bike riding, running. <laughs> and I thought that that would never even be a possibility with wheeled transportation.
1: Right. Well, it's funny you are talking about that whole superhero thing and, and what Don's referring to as a blog I did a while back uh, titled, if I remember correctly, sometimes I feel like a superhero. And the idea is. When you've been fat a long time, and if you're out there listening and you've been fat a long time, you know what I'm talking about. You start limiting your range of motion and limiting the things you think you can do and, you know, bending over and picking something off the floor or putting your shoes on without having to sit down and stick your foot out in front of you or uh, getting climbing up in the back of a pickup truck or whatever. You start limiting those things and somebody, you slowly. Hey, can you do something
3: for me? Can you grab that and bring it here? Because they're standing yeah, and you're exactly. sitting, or because they're closer to it, or because you don't want to get up, or whatever.
1: Exactly, and you slowly limit your activities, and and which is bad because that that furthers the weight problem. Well, now I'm gone. I'm going the other way, and and I'm learning that I can do things. uh Like I, the other day, our guy that mows our grass was here, and he uh, he was actually taking our old refrigerator away. Our landlord was not sent to buy us a new refrigerator, so he was hauling off the old one and. We'd put it in the back of the trailer, and I was standing there beside the trailer, and I was kind of looking, how am I going to get in there? Because the back was up, and I was like, I know, I'll just hop over the side of it. (laughs) And I I literally thought to myself, I was trying to figure out where I could step up and climb up, and I was like, I'll just hop over the side. And I put my hand on the rail of the trailer and hopped up in the trailer. And the the long guy's older gentleman, he's like, boy, you're getting around good now, aren't you, Aaron? (laughs) I was just laughing because you didn't know that moment, you know, moments before that, I was talking myself out of, or, you know, talking myself into trying to figure out a way to climb in there. And, uh, so yeah, as your fitness level increases, the things you can do, um, increase this last weekend, we had some company came from Texas and we went on a little mini vacation Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we went tubing down a river, went to a water park, uh, canoeing, paddle boating, we did a 1,100 stair climb down into Tallulah Gorge, which is the one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in the United States. It's, it's this 900 foot deep gorge over in East Georgia, Northeast Georgia. Um, a little like two or three mile hike around that, and then we came back to the Marietta area and went rock climbing that night. And that's one of those things that was on my list of for the last 15 years I've wanted to do and just been too heavy to do. There was just no way I could physically have the strength to pick up 400 pounds and climb up a wall. And I went and I rock climbed, and other than when my foot slipped and I tried to catch myself with my face, and I have a still have a mark on my face, and one of my knuckles is all banged up, a couple of them. Uh, other than that, it was awesome, and even that was kind of fun because I had some battle wounds. And look at me, I'm a rock climber. Uh, but it was it was incredible uh, to be able to go and do that. I just was just felt fantastic.
0: Uh, just let me so chime Don, in here,
1: um yeah, go uh, ahead mark chime. Know, listening
0: to this conversation listening to this conversation there uh one of the things that you haven't mentioned, and you know I, I wanna try to be you know the voice of honesty here, uh as I've said before, I'm a very, very large guy, hoping to be a much uh smaller guy, but one of the things that you talk about uh not only limiting your actions but there's this mental calculus that really big guys have to do, like when you walk into a restaurant, you look at the places where you can sit and where you can't, right. Oh yeah, and the waitress says, "Right, waitress says table or booth? uh, No, no booth." Uh, And then, uh, well, there's a chair there that has arms on it, but this chair beside it doesn't. Um, uh, Let me let me swap this uh, uh, chair around here as subtly as possible. And maybe if somebody asks, I'll make up a reason why I'm switching these chairs around so I don't have to say I want to sit in the chair that doesn't have arms in it. Right, and uh, so, so. as things are develop, uh, evolving your new superpowers, you're also losing uh, things that you, you maybe uh, forgot that you used to have to do.
1: Yeah, I actually wrote a list of 10 things that I was looking forward to do um, when I lost weight. And um, I'm going to pull that up, actually, and and uh, read those here in just a second. But the, um, I
3: was going to say, I need to go back to I, that, because I remember at least eight of them being so absolutely true for me that I was excited about it. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, um, I uh, was at my friend Kenny's 40th birthday party. He had a big barbecue and fireworks. His birthday's right around the 4th of July. and He's actually a, a pyrotechnic himself, um, not a power maniac, He actually is a pyrotechnic. He makes fireworks. And so we had a big barbecue cookout, and I was sitting in one of those wonderful folding plastic chairs that you get when you rent tables and chairs, and it collapsed on me. This is two, two 4th of Julys ago. It went flat on the ground. I went backwards, did a little somersault, popped up and made some kind of excuse about, about the chair, uh, being weak. And, and, <laughs> well, the problem was, is I was just way too much for it. Uh, and it actually pulled the screws out of the bottom of the plastic of the chair. So that was, that was pretty embarrassing. So I immediately went home and started getting in better shape. And actually I went and got another plate full of food and sat down and ate some more, but, uh, <laughs> that was the, uh, that's what I would like to have said I did. So here it is. I've got my top 10, top 10 things I'm looking forward to. Uh, Should I go from 10 to 1 or 1 to 2? I'm going to get 1 to 10. I didn't do it like the David Letterman. Number one, going to a concert or sporting event and being able to buy a T-shirt. I had never been able to do that in the last 15 or 20 years. Number two, peep and feel free to chime in with a yep or a that's not me or that's a silly one or whatever. People not assuming I want their extra food. (laughs) That was always kind of a little bit of a humiliating thing. I got some extra in on number one.
3: One of the, it seems silly, but one of the biggest moments for me of my first five. K Was to get the t-shirt and they just handed it. They had small, medium, large, extra large. And I fit the t-shirt.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep. That's a, that was, I, I bought one the other day, actually got one the other day, uh, at a race. And Cheryl said, um, did you get the right size? Cause I, I got an extra large instead of a two X. And I said, yeah, I got the right size. So she even realized that I had, had shrunk as much, but number three, here's, here's what we're just talking about. Not having to evaluate all the chairs in the room to determine which chair is most likely not to fail when I sit on it. <laughs> number four, not feeling sorry for people that sit next to me on an airplane. I actually had an instance where I got on a plane, walked, my seat was in the very last row. I walked back there and there was two of me sitting in the row already. One on the outside, one on the inside, and my seat was in the middle. That was not a fun ride from Texas to San Francisco. Let me tell you. Yeah. Number five, clothes shopping at a store with neither big nor tall in the name. I've done that recently, and that's pretty cool. Not even noticing, number six, if my current route involves stairs. And that's kind of like what we were talking about before. Parking as close stairs as you awesome. can to. Sorry?
3: Stairs are awesome.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. I I remember parking, finding, trying to park as close as I could to Walmart when I needed to go into Walmart, and taking the handicap ramps so I didn't have to go up the stairs. Um, Number seven: eating ice cream in public without feeling like people are judging me. Hmm. Number eight: this one's a this one's a true one: never searching for the maximum load sticker on a ladder before climbing on it. <laughs> I've done that a lot and been over over the maximum lots of times.
3: Yeah, one of my lowest points was actually whenever We Fit came out, and I have always been a huge nerd and a huge video game fan, and I bought We Fit, I went and got it the morning of launch, luckily I did not do the midnight launch, I went and got it the day it launched, and I thought, this would be great, because I love video games, and now I can actually lose weight, again, looking for a reason to spend money, and I could not play it, I exceeded the maximum weight limit by 10 pounds. Maximum weight oh. limit on We Fit, by the way, 350. Yeah,
1: Exactly. Number nine, making the statement, one size fits all, true for me personally. Because they usually didn't. Number 10, riding any ride I want at Six Flags. And I have a little note there. Sometimes I think they need to add a, you must be this narrow to ride sign, in addition (laughs) to the, you must be this tall to ride sign.
3: That's Um, extremely true.
1: Ask me about the Batman ride at Astroworld. Oh, no.
3: I think actually whenever you posted that, Aaron, that was the one I – uh, whenever I said something to you or commented on Facebook or whatever, that was the one that I, that really motivated me to say something because we had just gone to six flags and I'd spend $50 and was excited to ride my very first roller coaster and did not fit on any of them. And I tried four.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, I remember waiting for an hour and a half to get to ride the Batman ride, which is one of the ones that you stand up in and at, at six flags in Astroworld in Houston, which is no longer there. And I got in the thing, and my shoulders would barely fit in the little area, and the harness wouldn't close down over me. And the guy said, I'm sorry, sir, you're going to have to step off the ride. And I had to step over to the exit ramp and go down in shame. So I immediately went home and started getting in shape. Now I went and got a hamburger. Um, so a little trend there um, of me just being in denial about how actually large I was.
0: And, and you said you're too tall, right? If I'm too tall, then that's why the shoulder harness wouldn't go down over me.
1: That's what it was. And all this time, I thought it was right. just because I weighed 385 pounds at the time.
3: <laughs> right. Mine was I'm too tall. Whenever I sit in the seat, the bar won't go down because my knees are in the way.
1: Right. There you go. <laughs> my knees are in the way. I have uh, used that one. I I feel like I've got, I've accomplished my top 10 list. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm down under the, the, um, the 250 minimum on a lot of the, the ladders and things. So, Feeling pretty good about that. That list. I'm going to, have to come up with another one of ten things I want to do, and go ahead and put rock climbing on there and scratch it off. So,
0: so Aaron, do you in right, do you recommend that people do such a list? Do you think think that is a uh, a part of the one one workout program?
1: You know, I, I put on the blog when I did it. You know what what makes your list? And uh, I had some people respond, um, and you know that's not a bad thing to do. I don't think. I think that's a good idea. Is is make yourself a list? does have to be ten things. Mine was more ten things that had embarrassed me and that I hated about being fat as opposed to 10 things I would like to be able to do. And you could make it a combination of them or you could do, you know, one or the other. My new list is going to be 10 things I'm looking forward to being able to do as opposed to 10 things I'm looking forward to not doing, which was my other list. But yeah. I think that's a good idea, Mark. Um,
3: and actually Aaron, because I think everybody, the idea behind it really is to be honest with yourself about, about the way you are. Cause like we were just saying, a lot of times you can so easily get around this stuff just by saying, Oh, I'm too tall or, you know, it's one-size-fits-all yeah. never, is never true or, or whatever. Uh, it's just so easy to kind of write this stuff off, and you just keep living each day making the same choices over and over again. You really got to come to grips with the fact that you don't like the way things are. Or there's other things that you would rather be doing or that you want to do in addition to what you're doing, and then you got to make it happen. Yeah,
1: you know, the You know, the whole idea of the one-meal-one workout, uh, I actually met with a guy at lunch today and about something – totally unrelated to well not totally unrelated but not not about one meal one workout in the sense of like meeting with him that's a test pilot type thing or whatever we talked for about five minutes about what we were eating lunch about and then we spent 40 minutes talking about um him mostly talking about himself and the way he was feeling where he was at and the fact he needed to get healthy and what he was trying to do and uh so it was a great opportunity you know just kind of a real world situation of being able to share with somebody uh, and um he's a coworker, so he'd seen me lose the weight over the last year and so i think that gave me some some credence to be able to speak into his life a little bit and i'm hoping maybe he'll um let me continue to maybe give him some help and encouragement, encouragement along the way so don um mark's got a podcast podcast called the tight wide tech little plug there if you're on element com, which is the uh production podcast production site that mark and his partner sean have started and you want to check out some great tech podcasts, that's a great way to do it. But they always, Mark always asks his guests, is there any final thought you'd like to leave our listeners with? Is that correct, Mark? Did I sum that up correctly? That's about right. So, Don, if you had – I'm going to tell you 30 seconds so you'll take two minutes. If you had 30 seconds <laughs> to Perfect. share something to encourage people, I mean obviously you can't give them a whole workout plan and diet plan in 30 seconds. How would you encourage somebody – uh, what would you say to encourage somebody to um, to start making healthy choices?
3: Go. Well, go. Okay. Well, really, one meal, one workout. I think your whole idea there is is kind of what I've made, uh, kind of what I've used to just to just change my life in a lot of different ways. But it's really just to make those small changes. You don't have to do everything right now, today. You can just make the small changes. Pick something that you want to make better about your life and then just once you master that, go do another one and another one and another one until you get to where you want to be. And it's really doesn't have to be a big thing to start with, but it ends up being pretty big over time. That was
1: summed up very well and, and well within the time frame that I allotted you, by the way, Don. Uh you oh, know, that's you. that's that's so true because it's it is. That's what I tell people. Well, I actually told the, the guy at lunch today, I said, You know how you lose 130 pounds? you make, you put a series of healthier choices when you eat and a series of more active days together. And over the course of time that adds up, um, you know, it's kind of like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? That's the way you lose the weight too. And so I appreciate that, Don, thanks for being with us. i I got a couple of tips I'm going to throw out there. Uh, still got it. I'm, I'm going to continue to do this for at least a few more podcasts. And so feel free to chime in on me if you think of something or Mark, uh, if you want to throw something in. So I've, I've, Break everything down into eat less, exercise more. That's what I tell people. Eat less, exercise more. That's the secret. That's the big secret to weight loss. So my eat less tip for today is whole grain. And a lot of people, when they hear whole grain, they think nasty. It doesn't taste good. It's not as good as what I normally eat. But there are some great whole grains out there. You just got to try a few. And whole grain has a tremendous amount of benefits. One, it's typically a much lower in sugar per serving than white pasta. So like you eat whole grain or wheat spaghetti versus white spaghetti, like regular spaghetti, the amount of sugar and calories in that spaghetti is significantly less. So it helps with uh, whole, whole grains help with heart disease. Uh, they help people who have type two diabetes and preventing diabetes. They, they, they've shown that people who eat whole grains tend to be, uh, have less propensity to be obese in general and now they're even finding studies that say that whole grains actually reduce risks of, of certain types of cancer. Um, I guess there's some antioxidants and some things in there. So my eat less tip of the week is try to find a couple of things in your diet this week to replace that white bread, that white pasta, that white rice with brown rice, wheat pasta, whole grain pasta, brown bread, wheat bread. Um, it's a simple change. It tastes great, especially at, now that I eat only um, – Wheat and whole grain breads and pastas. White bread, like white sandwich bread, just tastes funny to me. I'm so used to eating wheat and and, and a whole grain now that white pot, okay. white bread tastes actually strange. And then my um exercise more tip is very simple: funness. See how I brought that, is back that word back? again, Martin tied it in from the beginning. Find something you enjoy doing. Don now enjoys getting out and walking and running, and. Because of that, it's not like a dread at all, I have to go exercise. He actually enjoys it. I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth, down, but am I correct
3: in that? They're all completely 100% true. Perfect.
1: So I told a friend a while back, they said, Aaron, you know, what should I do for exercise? And I told them, I said, Alfonso, which really confused her because her name was Debbie. I said, Alfonso, what I want you to do is go try three or four or five different types of activity. I want you to go walk. I want you to go jog. I want you to go swim. I want you to go play tennis. I want you to join a trial a Zumba class. I want you to do five or six different things and do them all for a week or two. And whichever one you have the most fun at, keep doing that one. Not rocket science, but it's uh it's pretty simple. Um, if you enjoy doing it, you're much more likely to do it. If you hate the type of exercise you're doing, you're not going to do it. Most likely. And then you might even want to mix it up. You might want to run for three weeks and then you might want to swim for a week. And then you might want to play tennis for two months. And then you might want to, you know, you might want to get a gym membership in the winter. That's what I did. February, January and February, the weather was horrible up here. So I got a gym membership and did some weight training just for those two months, paid two months up front cash and did that for two months. It kind of changed my pace up. I got off the streets for a little bit and, uh, did some weight training and it kind of made it. So I was excited to get back to running whenever that was over. And then, Lastly, this is kind of a uh, ties in with the whole um, exercise tip, but it's not really part of funness. Is just remind yourself of the benefits of exercise, being active. Remind yourself why you're doing it, because of. It's not just about burning calories and getting skinnier. It's about your overall physical well-being. It makes a huge difference. All right, Mark, Don, Jennifer, if you're still there, if you haven't, if you're not all opening a socket for Jack, um. I think that about wraps it up for today. I want to just kind of share real quick where you could find us on the interweb. Uh, of course you can go to our main website www.onemealoneworkout.com, meal one workoutcom and that's the number one, one meal number one workoutcom
0: And why do you, you use Mark the artist? number
1: one, John? Uh, uh, Aaron. Aaron, because if you put the word one, it looks like on me alone on workout and it looked kind of silly. So, yeah, number one, One Meal, One Workout. Uh, of course, you can go to elementop.com uh, where this podcast is hosted. You can see the other podcasts are there. And you also have Facebooker.
0: the, the – the, don't forget the forums there, the community uh, opportunity there to uh, meet with other people Thank who you, are Mark. on this journey with you at uh, elementop.com.
1: There are forums specifically tied to the One Meal, One Workout podcast. I started a few topics in there like do you drink diet drinks? Um, do you track your workouts electronically? Um, that kind of thing. Um, so jump in there. Yeah. In the forums, register through the forums and uh, try out another podcast or two and, uh, chime in on something. And then, of course, if you Facebook, you can go to one meal, one workout, facebook.com forward slash one meal and workout. Or if you just want to send us an email, if you have a question for me or Mark or Don or Jennifer, I'll be glad to forward it on to them. If you just email me, Aaron, double A R O N at one meal, one workout.com, we can do that. Uh, next week, we're going to meet our second test pilot. Talk to them a little bit, a little bit, and we're going to discuss the plateau myth. How many of you ever heard somebody say, "Well, after you lose a little bit of weight, then you plateau, right? like just arbitrarily plateau uh, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. some algorithm, a uh, certain I amount of know. weight you lose, you plateau based on the algorithm and li- how the planets are aligned and your age and weight and your zodiacal sign. You will plateau at this point." Well, that's all obviously hoopla. And so we're going to talk about the plateau myth and uh, and what it really means to plateau and why you want a plateau. And uh, I think that's about it. Mark, Don, Jennifer, anything else before you sign off? Thank I just, you for having me. Thank you for being here, Jennifer. Thanks for sticking around.
2: No problem.
1: Same here. You're awesome, Mary. Don, you are awesome. Back at you.
0: Mark, what were you well, going to say? You. There is awesomeness all around. <laughs> Uh, I, I was just going to say thanks for being with us, and uh, it was uh, we. We have to come up time. with a
1: signature um, sign-off, Mark. We need to work on that this week if we can squeeze some time in. Because you and Sean always do the "This is Mark signing off," "This is Sean signing off," and I don't, I don't want to copy that. That's 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 you. That's your that's your trademark. So I'm, I could just slowly um, fade this, out while you ramble. That would be very Aaron. <laughs> <arrogant. laughs> that would be apropos, very apropos, actually. This is Aaron' signature move. Aaron, this is Aaron still rambling. into uh, But my, my final tagline is, of course, remember, before starting any diet or exercise program, it's recommended that you consult your health care provider. My lawyers, which I don't have, make me say that.